Hi, I'm Rachel. Hi, I'm Beth. We're two hardworking mamas who have a lot in common. We're accountability partners, turned podcast partners, living ordinary lives while chasing our dreams. We're both obligers, and we created this podcast to help keep us accountable for showing up. We want to talk about motherhood, mastering our mindset, navigating that delicate balance of work and home life, and all of the things in between. Life is hard. We want you to know that you're not alone, and we see you. We're all in this together, and we're so glad you're here. Hey there, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty well. I feel like it's been so long since you and I just got to sit down and chat. I know it feels like forever. So I'm excited to hear what's new with you and what's been going on in your life. Yeah. Okay. First, I wanted to share something with you and I'm not sure I like saved it for the podcast. I'm not sure if you have seen it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So have you been on the iTunes app for our podcast lately? No, I haven't. We have a five star review. We do. We do. It's from Coley.Renee. That's my sister. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. Can I read it? Shout out. Yes. (laughs) So it says you mama's rock. Thanks for keeping it real. Mamas need more authenticity. Oh, awesome. So I saw it the other day and I was like, someone gave us a review, (laughs) a five star review. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. Oh, yay. Our first, our first review, I feel like I don't think we've got any other so far, but we that's, haven't, really, we haven't really talked about that at all. So I know I, yeah, I was very excited when I saw it. I wanted to save it as a surprise for. Yeah, that podcast. was a surprise because I had no idea. <laughs> so what's going on? What's new? You know, life is full. We're doing okay. I guess my, my big update for today is we got some news from daycare today that I wasn't super thrilled about. So just kind of still processing through that. And actually Eric and I haven't even had a chance to sit down and talk about it because we got home from work and you know, the whole dinner, dinner rush and put kids to bed and all that. But anyways, so yeah, we got a message from daycare today that there's a new rule in place in the state of Michigan about kids wearing masks. So it is now kids two and up are supposed to be wearing facial coverings. So Mm -hmm. that means Daxton is supposed to wear a face covering at daycare all day long, (laughs) minus like, you know, eating and nap Mm -hmm. and I think like outside time or something like that. So I don't really know how that's going to go. Like I said, still kind of processing through that. I know, I guess I should be glad that we're just now facing this because I know many parents have been dealing with this for a whole over a year now with kids of a little bit older ages needing, having to wear them. So I know your son is in school and probably has to wear one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How old is Axon? He will be three in about two weeks. Oh, Okay. He hasn't really ever, I mean, we have a couple at home that my grandma randomly bought for him, (laughs) but well, she bought one for him in Monroe, but I'm like, okay, Monroe's a baby. So that's not going to happen. I don't know. I think, I think it was just like a, for fun thing, but so he's like, you know, put it on randomly at home, but 
he never leaves it on. So I don't know how much they're going to enforce it. And so it just makes me nervous. You know, it's a lot, there's a lot of layers to it, I guess I will say. Yeah. So that's, that's what's new here for today, (laughs) but otherwise just, um, you know, Eric and I feel like we have a lot of big decisions that we want to make, but we're feeling like stuck and just like, we feel like we want to buy a new house, but we don't know where we don't know when we don't all of these things, just big life decisions. And we just feel like there's so many that we feel overwhelmed that we're just stuck. We're not making any decisions. (laughs) Yeah. That's exciting though. Yeah. I mean, we don't necessarily need to move right now. Our house is fine. And like, it serves its purpose, but we've been here almost, I think six years now. Oh, and we've put a lot of work into it and we're just, it's an, it's an older home and we're just kind of done, like <laughs> done with the updates and all of that. And, um, it, it's only a three bedroom. So if we do have more kids in the future could outgrow it. And, and then also yeah. we don't have an extra, extra like guest room right now. So that makes it tricky when we have people come stay with us and stuff. So yeah. yeah. Well, that's exciting. (laughs) Yeah. Who knows? We're kind of always just like keeping an eye out for homes and whatnot. So is the housing market where you live a seller's market right now? Yes, very much so. So we we could make a really good money on our house if we sold right now, but we're going to pay a lot for, you know, to upgrade (laughs) too. Yeah. That's the tricky part. That's how it is here too. It's kind of nuts. I know a couple of people that have just bought a house recently and it's so competitive and it's a -hmm. little bit outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to overpay for a house. And then, you know, if however long down the road we decide to sell, then, you know, the market could be totally different and I don't want to lose money in a house that would, I mean, nobody does. Right. But yeah. So just trying to be smart about it. But big decisions. Yeah. yeah. That's what's going on over here. What about you? Something shifted and I've been feeling super clear in like my being able to work and just in my thinking. So I don't know if it's the break that I took from coffee and ca- lowering my caffeine intake. That's been doing that or what's going on, but it's been nice. That's awesome. I bet that's a nice change up. It's a nice change up for about a year where I was just feeling like I was in a fog and very distracted with just trying to get stuff done and just feeling like I was just struggling a little bit, but I feel pretty good right now. So I don't, I don't I'm not going to question it too much. Yeah. Right. That's amazing. And the CSA that I belong to the community supported agriculture, like veggie share that I do just started this week. So I'm excited to have lots of fresh veggies and not have to go to the grocery store as much. Yeah, that's fun. I love fresh buying stuff that's in season like that. Do you find that you get more creative with the things you're cooking too? Because do you get to choose what's in your box or is it just like a random box that you get? The one that I belong to, the items are set by the farmer they come from. So they're pretty predictable in that. Like early spring, you get a lot of spinach and salad stuff. But as the season progresses, you get more stuff, but you don't get to choose really. Like you don't get to say like, I don't really want this. So you can keep it. You just sort of get uh, what they give you. 
sometimes I'm a little bit more creative, but a lot of the time I'm just looking forward to things being super simple to prepare. So like potatoes, just like throw them in the oven or we'll just have like raw carrots, anything that's fast. I really like these days. Yeah. This is key. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. My vegetables are the newest thing and I'm okay with that. (laughs) Sometimes the things that are exciting, just the small things, right? Yeah. Like I really just want to like enjoy my fresh vegetables and, you know, not having it to go to the grocery store. (laughs) Totally. So today we want to talk about mindset. I think we decided on kind of narrowing it down to talking about mindset around parenting. And so we're just going to kind of share some thoughts around that and kind of what we've been experiencing with parenting recently and how our mindset can affect it. Right. Yeah, definitely. And I think when we started even planning the podcast, we were talking about mindset being such a thing that we were constantly working on. So that became part of what we wanted to focus on, on the podcast. Yeah. So I can start a little bit. I was sharing with you earlier how I think it was last week. There was one day I'm typically home with my kids uh, two days a week. So one day last week that I was home with them and I just kept finding that I had really little patience and was just felt like I was being very short with them. Well, mostly with Daxton, but um, just having very low tolerance for him and the things he was doing. But then I was also feeling like the whole day, I just didn't have, it just wasn't quality time. I just felt very distracted and I don't know. I just, I didn't feel like I was in the moment and that's not how I want to be when I'm like, I purposely, I could work five days a week if I wanted to. And you know, I'm very blessed that I'm able to, to only work three days a week and be home with them for two days. And so I choose to be home with them on those days. So like, I want it to be, you know, good quality time. And I know obviously not every day is rainbows and butterflies, but I also don't want to feel that way where I'm like, just like, oh, you know, feeling frustrated the whole day or like, I'm just tolerating being home with them. Cause like, that's not ideal. So I was kind of like stepped back partway through the day or it was probably closer to the end of the day, kind of like was like, what is, what's going on here? Like, why am I feeling this way? And, you know, being so short and basically came to the conclusion that like, I, you know, I think I just had so many other things on my mind. Number one, not related to kids, you know, just related to like other life things. And so I was feeling distracted, stressed by that. And then I also kind of had this, like, you know, I want to get this, this, and this done while I'm home today. And it just wasn't happening because Monroe's teething and, you know, kids require a lot of attention. So mm-hmm. it wasn't getting things done that I wanted to get done. So like basically my expectations for the day weren't being met and I was taking it out on my kids, you know? So it's like, I think a lot of the times when we're becoming frustrated or parenting feels hard that I just feel like mindset plays such a big role in that and how we can approach situations and have allow your kids to, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yes. I am over here. Like, uh, uh-huh, yeah, this all sounds familiar because <laughs> I think 
I mean, like I've definitely been in situations where I just am not connected with my kid. I feel like there's a very big difference when we're very connected and, you know, I I don't know, we're just sort of on the same wavelength almost. And like when we're very off, like he's like almost literally bouncing over here and I'm over here, like trying to do something else. And we're just not like, it's not happening. And I think a big part of just like realizing that is just being aware of it. And so I think even with like mindset stuff, even just sort of being mindful of what's going on is such a big part of it too, at least for me, because I've done a lot of work and I'm still working on just trying to be aware of like how I'm feeling or, okay, wait, I'm escalating here. And like, that is not helping. So like, let me take a minute to just literally, I'm going to go back to my room and I'm going to take a deep breath. So I don't like yell. (laughs) Yeah, that's deep breaths. Those are definitely helpful too. (laughs) There's no perfect, perfect world, right? So we're not like the day is never going to go perfectly exactly like you want it. But I think just changing the expectation or like changing the way that you're thinking about it. And yeah, I, there's been a lot of times where I've had this sort of timeline in my head of how the day is going to go. And as that time is approaching where I'm like, okay, well, we were supposed to leave right now. And my kid like is definitely not interested in leaving. I'll take a step back and be like, okay, is this okay? Like we don't really, the thing that we're doing is not like a time thing. Like we're going to be punished if we don't go to the park by this time. Right. (laughs) So it's like, okay, uh, it's fine. If we get there half an hour late, let's just like we're going to ease into shutting off the TV and okay, like, let's get your shoes on. And so just like, yeah, adjusting those expectations. Yeah. It's just a big part, (laughs) a big part of it. Yeah. Or even just finding like, what, what can you do in your day to make, like, how do you, how can you set your day up for success? So one thing I know for me is I always have a heart, like when I first wake up in the morning, I don't want to just be like going right away all the time. And I like to be able to like wash my face and kind of, that's just like my, my start for the day. When I wake up for the day and my kids wake up at the same time, or like, I don't have that little bit of time before they wake up to like get my day started myself. It seems to just set the day off on the wrong foot sometimes. Cause then it's like, I'm trying to wash my face while they're awake. And then, you know, like, so that's, that's one thing I've found, but then at the same time, I also like to sleep in. So it's like, do I get up a little earlier so that I can do these things and feel like I'm on a, the right foot for the day? Or do I sleep in, you know, <laughs> it's always hard. That's a hard one. But do you think you've had to like work on boundaries with your kids? Like, for example, if you wake up and you want to have time to just like do your morning routine. Have you had to set more boundaries around your kids? Just like giving you that space. I don't think I have. (laughs) I was just curious. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that it is always an option, but also another way thing that I think is helpful of like not getting on my phone first thing in the morning, because then it's just like, I'm just kind of like wasting my time there when I could be like, getting myself ready or actually focusing on them or, you know, like I just, it's kind of like a time waster when I, and then it kind of sets me off on a wrong foot for the rest of the day too. It's so easy to like, just 
you wake up and immediately just like pull it out, you know? I think we could talk for a whole podcast on staying away from like screens and phones. Yes. I was just curious about, I don't know, just making time to do your routine or like maybe you carve time out during the rest of the day. Like that's one thing that I've really had to do is just like changing my mindset around like, okay, well, I don't have to entertain my kid 24 seven or play with him all the time when he wants me to like, like, obviously I will, but so there's just sometimes when I don't feel like playing or I don't want to play what he's playing because wrestling isn't a thing. Like that's (laughs) not how I would play. So I'm just like, can we do something else? Yeah. So it's something I've really had to, had to learn is just saying like, I don't want to do that or I'm going to go do this for like five minutes and I'll be back. Yeah. Um, And that's something like totally I've had to change my mindset around just so I could, especially in this past year where it's just like, I really need to, we need to have some space right now and I'm going to have it right now. Yeah. And I think that's definitely something I could do with Daxton, but not with Monroe, you know, she's too young for that, obviously. Yeah. But usually what I end up doing, because let's face it lately, I just try to sleep in as long as possible. (laughs) I'm not about, I'm not going to get up early to do my, to wash my face or whatever. So, um, what I've been doing is like when I, I'll wait until Monroe goes down for her first nap and then I'll do that. And, but yeah, it usually ends up with Daxton just being in the bathroom with me and like, (laughs) I want to draw on the mirror and I want to play with your makeup brushes and I want to touch every possible thing on the shelf (laughs) drive you nuts. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I know it's hard when they're little and they're really interested in what you're doing Mm -hmm. all the time. (laughs) Yes. Yes. A good, a good point though, because yeah. our mental health obviously is important for being able to be a good parent too. Right. So, and I don't even think that I would have been working on boundaries, even in my like personal life until I realized that I needed them when I had my kid. Yeah. <laughs> and especially like now that he's older and like, I, I realized that I, I need to have boundaries so that he knows what boundaries are. And so that we, we have like a healthy, normal relationship and not one that's sort of our lives are blended together, like too closely. It was really important to me that I sort of model boundaries and I'm, I'm not perfect at it. I'm still working on it. Yeah. I think that's a totally healthy thing to, to teach your kid. And especially, you know, you are literally it's you and your son all the time, you know, like right now, especially. So I think that's really important. He's my motivator for a lot of things. And actually he has been saying something a little bit consistently over the last year. It's like, he'll be working on something and all of a sudden he'll be like, and I couldn't do it, but then I believed in myself and then I did it. (laughs) I'm like, I love that mindset. Like, (laughs) that's great. Like, we should all be our own best cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> a lot of the decisions that I've made around parenting and the type of parent that I want to be 
have stemmed from like the person that I am trying to raise my kid to be and like how I, I want him to be like a healthy person in the world. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is changing my mindset. Yeah. Yeah. And that just made me think of, I've been noticing recently just how, I mean, I always notice, but I feel like it's been more prominent to me lately of how just impressionable Daxton is like, he's just at a really impressionable age. And in some ways it feels like it's a lot of pressure, you know, to like be parenting the right way so that I'm not like imprinting these terrible things on him or like bad habits or just different things. Like the other day, recently, he's been doing this thing where he will kind of like act out intentionally and then he'll say, I'm naughty. And we'll say, no, you're not, you're not naughty. And like, and we don't even know where he picked up on this word or where he started saying this. Cause it's not something we say or tell him at home, just not, you know? And so we're like, where did you, where did you hear that buddy? Like, you're not naughty. And he's like, yes, I am. I'm naughty. <laughs> so it's just so interesting. Like somewhere along the lines, he picked up that word and, you know, and now he's like, he's using it. And it's like, I don't know. I don't want you to, to feel like you're bad. You're naughty. I don't know. It's just didn't sit well, but (laughs) he's just at this age where it's like everything we're doing. He, he notices he's repeating things. We say like, even the way we talk, we'll say something, Eric and I will say something to each other and be like, Oh my gosh, like it just sounded like Daxton. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well he probably picks that up from, from me, you know, the way he says it. So it's just very interesting. I love that age though. And they're, they turn into this like person. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. He, he definitely is. And he's also just a very sensitive kid and um, he, he's kind of always been that way. And, you know, we've always kind of taught him to feelings are a good thing. Let's talk about them. And so one thing he started doing recently is after like if he does something he's not supposed to and he gets upset or, you know, how, whatever happens. And then afterwards, after he's calmed down, he'll say, I want to talk about it. (laughs) It's just like, Oh, that's, that's good, buddy. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Like what happened? What are you feeling? How, you know, why did you do that? So that's been kind of cool to see him like initiate doing that. So. Yeah. That's amazing. And what a gift you've given him like the language around being able to just say like, this is how I'm feeling. And this is what happened. I don't know if it makes a difference because he'll still do that thing again, (laughs) but (laughs) oh, parenting is just such a learning process, right? Learn as you go. Yeah, constantly. And hope that you're doing it, doing something right. Still hoping that. Yeah, you're right. It is such a process though, because our kids are never going to be the same as they are now. Like they're going to continue to grow and learn. Right. Hope that they can learn to be decent humans. (laughs) Yes, definitely. (laughs) Have you had to have conversations with your husband about, about mindset? Like where, where do you sort of meet in the middle or where are you add as far as like your mindsets on parenting? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know that we've specifically talked mindset, but I know we definitely parenting styles are definitely different. And so I know I have tried 
like coaching him with different things of like, not like, oh, this is how you have to do it. But we want to be on the same, same page with the way that we're parenting for the most part. And so just talking to him about it, not like in the moment or in front of Daxton or whatever, but just like try to do it at a point like later on, or if Daxton's not paying attention of just like coaching, like, Hey, maybe, maybe like try saying this way or doing this or like just kind of bringing up, bringing to attention, like different things that we're saying. And like, he does the same for me if I'm like out of line with things because I'm not perfect by any means, (laughs) but yeah, I guess we haven't ever specifically talked like mindset in regards to parenting that I can specifically think of right now. Yeah. I was just curious if, I don't know, you felt like you had the same mindset on parenting or I think, I mean, I think that our core values align. I mean, I know they do, but definitely I think Eric parents in a way similar to the way that he was raised, which is, is fine. Like it's not, there's nothing wrong with the way he was raised. And I think I probably would have done that too, if it wasn't for like different things that I've learned or different, like things I've read or since becoming a parent that have kind of shifted the way that I parent and do things like the way that I parent now is never how I would have imagined myself parenting before I was a parent, if that makes sense. And so like Eric just hasn't read or done the things that I have done. And so I, we talk about it like, Hey, I think this would be a good, good way to do it or that sort of thing. And like, if he agrees, then yes, if, if it's something that like he doesn't agree with, then it's a further conversation. But I would say that like our our core values of like how we want to raise our kids and like the type of people that we hope and pray that they will become align. I don't know if that answered your question. I don't even remember what your question was. (laughs) No, I think it does. And I just think it's interesting because I, I think that you can have very different mindsets when it comes to parenting, when you're, you know, raising kids with someone else. Yeah. Honestly, I always pictured myself being the more strict parent and I feel like it's kind of the opposite. I don't know. I guess I should ask Eric to see what, what his perspective is on that, but I almost feel like I am more lenient with things and he is more strict. For example, tonight at dinner, Daxton was, he, he likes to like pretends that his food is different things. So it's like he had his toast and he was pretending it was a rainbow and then he had his broccoli and he was pretending it was a dinosaur and like <laughs> just oh. you're just playing with his oh. food eric was like you know like we don't play with our food we eat our food and i didn't i didn't say anything in the moment cuz i didn't want to like contradict what eric was saying but then after a little bit time had passed and daxton like started playing with his broccoli again and but then he like was pretending his dinosaur was walking and then he ate it and i was like okay, like fine, you know, (laughs) and Eric was about to say something like as he was playing with it. And I was like, just let him go. He's fine. And then he put it in his mouth and Eric was like, (sighs) you know, you could tell I was like, had a hard time with it, but it was like, okay, like he ate it. And I was like, you know, kids, he's just exploring and he's just, some kids won't even touch their broccoli. Like they won't even let it sit on their plate. So it's a good thing that, that he's touching it and playing with it. And you know, so it's just, he never thought of it that way until I kind of brought it up in that perspective, I guess. 
Yeah, it's funny that you said that you always pictured yourself being a little bit more strict, like before you had kids, like, I'm never going to let my kids play with their food. (laughs) That sort of resonates with me in that, yeah, before I had kids, or before I had a kid, I wasn't one of those people that was always dreaming of having a family. I was like, if it happens, that's fine. That's great. And, but I, I never really was picturing myself being a mother. And now that I am, I have just had such a perspective shift. Yeah. I'm totally like, well, you know, it's fine. It's just let him <laughs> eat the broccoli. It's fine. He's not throwing it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that it's just like a shift that happens maybe for, for some people <laughs> after yeah. they have kids. Right. Maybe not for everyone, but I don't know. I think one thing I've learned is just like that kids are so they're just curious. And, um, I don't remember who it is that I read this from, but she was talking about how, like when kids, when you tell them to do, like do something or not to do something and they actually do the exact opposite of what you said, like, Mm -hmm. it's actually a good thing in a way because it's teaching them to, or they are, I think it's Janet Lansbury that talks about this. Do you know, do you know what I'm Mm -hmm. talking about? Yeah. She just posted something about saying their favorite color is blue. And every time you say it, they'll say it's green or something. (laughs) Yeah. Cause it's just, it's teaching them to like make their own decisions and to really prop, like think through like, what, what do I actually want to do? You know, Mm -hmm. to think for themselves, I think is so, which is super hard and frustrating. Like when a kid like defies what you're asking them or telling them to do, of course, if it's a safety issue, then that's a totally different story, but it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's just an interesting way to think about it that mm-hmm. like, they're not actually trying to just be a, a bad person or a bad kid. Like they're just trying to test their independence and like that sort of thing. So, yeah, that's been something that has been a really big mindset shift for me in that like my kid doesn't always have to do what I want him to do. And it's good that he disagrees with me. And it's good for me that he disagrees with me. Like no one should be just like doing what I'm telling someone else to do without like thinking about it. You know, like I want him to be able to not just like argue with people, but just figure out what it is he wants. And like, is this something I want to do just because you're telling me to do? Like, why should I do that? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Which can be so important for as you get older and being able to to make your make decisions for your for yourself and like when you're put in those tough places of like, you know, making the right or wrong decision. Like <laughs> if you've never had to make decisions for yourself, what are you gonna do when you actually have to? Right. And in a relationship, I shouldn't be able to just like you shouldn't just do whatever I want you to do. Like that's not how it works in real life. Like, (laughs) I mean, that sounds nice (laughs) if someone would just do whatever I want them to do, but that's not (laughs) how people work. Yeah. So it's good. It's also good for me to just practice being like, okay, well, tell me more about like why you don't want to do that. Or, you know, let's figure out a way that we can both get what we want in this situation. That just made me think of something else too, kind of mindset related, but just almost putting yourself in your kid's shoes when I know some days I'm like, wow, I feel like the whole day I've just told Daxton, no, don't do that. Or like, this is what we're doing or get dressed, go to the bathroom, do this. Like just, it's just like the whole day I'm just telling him what to do and how to do it. And so putting yourself in in their shoes, like, how would you feel if like, yes, they're, they're a kid, but still like in the scenarios where maybe they can 
they can make the choice, like giving them options and making them feel like they actually get, get a say in parts of their life (laughs) can be really helpful too. Yeah. One of the struggles we've been having lately after school and daycare is, you know, we'll come home and Lincoln just wants to watch TV or not go to school and just watch TV all day. And so one thing that I've had to just think about is just empathizing a little bit with him. Like, yeah, you probably had a really long day of learning to read and write and do math and then follow rules all day and be at the daycare where he has to follow rules all day. So like just trying to empathize with him. I know you had a long day and I'm sure you feels good to watch TV, but you know, we have to do other stuff first. Yeah. And I think that's just, that's been so helpful in our relationship. And just like, I think it helps your kids see you as like a person who's on their side. Yeah. Does he respond well to that or? It depends because sometimes, I mean, I think, yes, he might not like it that we still have to do homework first, but I think as it's been like really consistent, you know, it's been just a thing that he might try to get away with not doing homework, but eventually he'll come back and we'll, we'll finish it. And then we can have free time, go watch TV, like go relax. You had a long day. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's interesting. We're, we're not the experts here. So just a disclaimer, (laughs) (laughs) we're just, uh, just two moms sharing our experiences. Right. So, (laughs) yeah. Well, you did mention, um, Janet Lansbury, Janet Lansbury, I, Barry, Barry, Lansbury. You probably she's she's like related to Angela Lansbury. Oh, somehow I think it's her mother-in-law, maybe. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, but she was one of the accounts people that I started following years ago, and I'm I'm sure I heard about her from Liz Wolf, maybe. Okay. Or Liz Wolf and Eliza Parker. Yes, Eliza Parker. Yes, and so. I feel like those two women were my gateway into this other approach about parenting that I wasn't really aware of, but yes. they sort of opened my eyes to another way of parenting that I really resonate with. Mm-hmm. And now there are lots of other accounts, but those were the the first two that I think I started following. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the same for me. Those were the, all of those names are people that I'm like first started following and becoming interested when I was I don't know if it was before I was a parent or early on and maybe during pregnancy I think probably because that's when I actually had time to like listen and read to all these things (laughs) yeah I think I'm just glad that I found those accounts and that I had heard of them because I really like this different approach to parenting that I don't think is necessarily mainstream so I really appreciate having alternatives and a different perspective to help, you know, guide through the process mm-hmm. and just give some understanding like, oh, they're trying to just be autonomous. Okay. Yeah. And they're like actual people. So like they have feelings and things. So we should yes. respect that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just either like, oh, just letting your child like rule the house, but setting boundaries so that like they can they can feel like they have some autonomy but then also like setting boundaries around it too. I think that was the that's 
the huge part for me is like figuring out how to have both of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like I'm in a much better place now to implement this approach and just work on my mindset. When Lincoln was little, it was a little bit more difficult and I had other like personal things going on. So I tried, but I, I feel like I wasn't as you know present or fully in it mm-hmm. as I could have been. But I feel like now it makes a lot of sense because he's he's five he's almost gonna be six and he can talk and he can reason uh, you know and make decisions so yeah it's like very good timing yeah that's good to know that if I'm like totally screwing things up now that there's hope there's (laughs) always hope (laughs) yeah and I think the great thing is that you can change you know work on your mindset forever like we're gonna be working on mindset things it's a constant thing that we're going to be doing. So, right. I feel like there's probably a lot of stuff that I wanted to say that I didn't, but that's okay because we're going to have plenty more episodes. I'm sure where we'll be talking about mindset. So I think so too. We've talked a lot about mindset today. And if you have something you'd like to share mindset wise, or some mindset shift that you're making, around parenting, let us know in our Instagram that we'll link in our show notes. Yeah. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And like we said, we're still learning and we're constantly learning. So we'd love to hear from other moms or other parents that are going through similar things and maybe what's been helpful for you or. Yeah. Any tips would be great. Yes. (laughs) We are open. (laughs) Well, thanks thanks for listening. And it was so great to talk to you, Beth. It was so great to talk to you too. Should we mention that this is the We're Obliged podcast? Because <laughs> we didn't do that at the beginning. <laughs> Those four, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. did it. <laughs> All right. I never said that. Yeah. That's okay. Bye. Okay, bye. You can find me, Rachel, on Instagram at Lawrence. And you can find me, Beth, on Instagram at Raven Hair Chica. Bye.